news all the time. Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking News is on the air. If you're talking about it, we're talking about it. Call Mark Willis now at 888-876-2336. Weigh in on the top news stories. Road Dog Trucking News starts right now. Hey drivers, want to welcome you to the Thursday edition of Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking News. Thanks for being out there. Let me give you the phone number to call into the program. You better get on board. You're more than welcome to join me in the conversation. The phone number is 888-876-2336. All across North America. Good to get you on board. Now, what I do every Monday through Friday, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring you the news, traffic, and the weather of the day. That's important for you to have that information out there as you travel about. You know, the more information that you've got at your disposal, ladies and gentlemen, out there behind the wheel, it's going to make your life a whole lot easier. And that's why this whole channel is here, to make things easier for you as you travel about. So if you want to reach me by phone, get into the conversation, you're always welcome to do that. If you want to jump in on social media, you can do that as well. I've got that up on Facebook. It's all news all the time. Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking News. All right, let's get right into the first conversation of the day, ladies and gentlemen. You know, commercial truck driving is a reputation for grueling hours, weeks away from home. And because of that and some other factors, a lot of millennials out there, you know, the younger generation have said no way that they would consider the trucking industry a career. Well, I've got three people that are under the age of 30 that say that trucking is definitely for them, that they are in it for the long haul to make it a career. This is the three under 30 monthly segment right here on Sirius XM. It is designed to give you the opportunity to talk with folks that are in the millennial age bracket about why they have decided to join up with the trucking industry. And from Crete, I've got driver Sequoia Allen, driver trainer. She lives in Louisville and has been with Crete since May of 2015. And she's been with another company prior to joining Crete, and she's driven for a total of three and a half years. And Sequoia, I want to welcome you to the program. Good afternoon. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tell folks a little bit about yourself. This is a great segment, the three under 30. You have got a great history in the trucking industry. You come from a driving family, don't you? Yes, I do. I've been in a truck since I was one years old, so it's been in my blood. Oh, okay, very cool. Your stepdad was a driver, and you've got several cousins who are owner-operators, but you're the only female driver in the family. Talk yes. about that. Yes, um, it's definitely interesting because um, my family is predominantly males, but um, it's been a different type of outlook. So with me being the only female, they're a little more protective and always keeping <laughs> in true. and checking in and where are you? <laughs> so <laughs> That's great. You know, everybody's keeping up. <laughs> no, that's, that's absolutely wonderful out there. Now you did some other things you went to college as well and then decided you wanted to pursue a career in truck driving was it the family connection uh maybe being in a truck at a very early age that got into your blood and that's why you're in it today you will guess because um i thought it was fun but it's it came to a point after driving uh for the public school system for like two and a half years that you know i was like i don't want to just be a passenger anymore i want to drive it (laughs) <laughs> okay, absolutely. So do you see all different parts of the United States? Or are you on a dedicated lane, dedicated account? What do you do exactly? 
No, I'm I'm OTR, so I travel from coast to coast, all over, and I really enjoy it. You know, I get to see different states. I get to see things that you see on TV, and you're like, oh wow, that's it's more it's more enjoyable to see in person than to just see it on TV or hear about it. Okay, so you pre- pretty much have visited all of the states. What states have you not visited so far? Um, it would be Oregon, Washington, South Dakota, and Maine. No, okay. Course, you know, Alaska and Hawaii. <laughs> oh, okay, no, absolutely. If there's a way to get a trek to Hawaii, that would be a great thing to do. It's a beautiful place to go visit. Uh, also, I've got operations manager Jeremy Travis. He is an asset manager under the age of 28. And, Jeremy, thank you for your service. I'm reading here that you were an active duty Marine for four years, and you've worked at Crete since april the 9th what made you good sir look at the trucking industry why did you get up why did you get on board with well, actually i just moved to the lincoln area okay and i was looking around seeing what was available and people kept suggesting check out crete check out crete it's a great place to work uh and so i said hey yeah i'll go give them give them a shot and i came and checked it out and everyone here has been amazing to work with it's a Great job, and I truly enjoy it. Okay, as an asset manager, tell folks what that means. Do you manage a number of, say, drivers? Do you manage a number of pieces of uh, power units, trailers? What do you do exactly? Explain that. Uh, yep, I manage drivers. I have about 80 or so drivers on my board right now. Okay. And basically, I am the link between the drivers who are out on the road doing the hard work and everyone back here behind the scenes. So the driver will call in, and I pretty much relay messages and work with them to work with, say, the CSR, who is uh, planning the loads that we need to deliver, and okay. then the actual load planners who are assigning them. Okay, now that's a, that's a pretty big number. 80 drivers are under your direction and your control. Does it seem like, okay, there's a lot of, lot of moving parts to this? How do you keep all of that balanced, if you will? Uh, I just got a daily routine. There's like a list okay. I go down. I take care of the most important things first, and then I just do what I can from there, and I just try to prioritize. Okay, so manage your, manage your time pretty well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, what's number one on the list as far as priorities? What do you do? What's job one each day? Uh, job one each day is making sure drivers aren't just sitting around wasting their time. Okay. So if they're planning to come out of the house or be somewhere, I make sure they're actually getting there so they're not just sitting idly by just hoping something will happen. I actually make sure it does happen for them. Okay. Have you had any thoughts about maybe getting behind the wheel, getting your CDL, and getting out on the road yourself like Sequoia? Uh, I'm not sure I would enjoy that lifestyle. I like uh, being home every day, you know. Okay. So you like the uh, like an office setting, talking with drivers and uh, finding out what their needs are and things like that? Right, right. I like the uh, more management and leadership position my role offers for me. Okay, very good. And Jessica Hobson is also on the phone with me. And, guys, this is the 3 Under 30 segment if you want to join us. Uh, Jessica Hobson is a driver recruiter. And, Jessica, I'm reading here that you've been with Crete for three years, and you've been a recruiter for how long now? I've been a recruiter about a year and a half now. All right, what do you like about it? 
Um, my favorite part is talking to drivers. I like everyone's got a different story, so it's nice to hear where they've been, what they've done, um, everything as far as that, that aspect goes. But the absolute best part is going home at the end of the day. And if I've hired a driver that day, I mean, it, it just puts a warm feeling in my heart that I helped somebody because everybody knows what it's like to need a job. And, you know, these drivers are out there providing for their family. So it's kind of a personal goal for me to help well, somebody. Absolutely. You must go home and have some gut and have some great stories that maybe you can share. Uh, you know, people with some very different backgrounds are coming into the trucking industry wanting to get on board. I'll bet you've talked with folks from all different types of backgrounds as they want to maybe get into the trucking industry. Talk about that as well. Oh, yeah. We had two gentlemen. Um, I think it was a couple of years ago. They wanted to team together. They'd been in an office setting for years and just decided, I want to go see the country, and what better way than getting in a truck and getting paid for it? Um, we've had drivers that, you know, are, they went on a different course in college, and, okay. you know, they decided, no, I want to see more of the world, so they got in a truck, and... That's my job to help them find what's right for them. Okay, very good. Tim Ashoff also is with us in the conversation. And, Tim, it's good to have you back on board the radio uh, to talk about this. You've got the best of the best under 30 here, don't you? It's great to have these three people here in the room with me. They do uh, such a great job and, and good for our industry to see the different areas they're in, from the driver to the driver manager, asset manager to the recruiter to help get drivers into the industry. It's been real good to see them develop and help us uh, grow as a company and certainly good for the industry to see people like this come aboard. It's also, you know, I think very uh, informational because this shows that there's a lot of opportunities that are out there uh, for young people to get into the trucking industry. And, uh, you know, Sequoia, from your vantage point behind the wheel, I'm sure you've heard a lot of stories from other drivers out there about, well, the younger generation, you know, they don't know what's going on. We've been out here for 20, 30 plus years. What do you say to that? Uh, you know, you bring a lot of talent and skills to the table. Can we learn from each other uh, is my question. What do you think? Um, I think we can definitely learn from each other. It can be a little discouraging when you hear drivers that say, I've been out here 20, 30 years. When you ask them, well, how is it to travel on Interstate 80 versus, the, you know, I want to hear 20, 30 years. I want to hear, you know, should I be looking for this or, you know, is the weather going to be like that or should I follow a specific app, you know, about weather or radar? So, when I meet drivers that's been out here 20, 30 years, you know, I'm learning that you can pretty much be out here and have a great career, but at the same time, it's like, mm, <laughs> it, it can just be, do I really want to be out here 20, 30 years? But it's, sure. it's definitely informational, you know, I, I learn from everybody I've, I've come across. You know, absolutely. And uh, Jeremy, I, I would imagine that you can maybe expand on that as well, that uh, you work with, you know, drivers uh, from all different backgrounds. They've got, you know, some very interesting stories about previous careers and family and things like that. Is that one of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest things you have with your job is hearing from the individual drivers about their stories? And the other side of that is that uh, do you hear from some of the drivers that say, well, I've been out here a long time. Uh, you, you may not have an idea what we have to go through. How would you respond to those two questions? Uh, yeah. There's uh, plenty of stories from all my drivers. Each driver pretty much has their own different backstory, came from different professions. Some 
far actually in trucking for their first job. A lot did transfer into it, actually. I was kind of surprised about that. Okay. And, and when it, when they transferred into that, I mean, those stories that they're sharing, they're from the heart, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's quite a personal connection you get interacting with uh, the drivers on your board. Every day you learn a bit more about them. Okay. Okay. No, absolutely. And that's the whole point of it is you learn so much from so many different people about different kinds of backgrounds. Uh, drivers, hey, if you want to jump in to the conversation, I'd love to get you on board. This is the 330 segment. I've got driver Sequoia Allen with Crete, and uh, she is uh, living in Louisville. She's 28 years of age. I've got operations asset manager Jeremy Travis. He's also 28. And from Crete, I've got Jessica Hobson, and she is a driver recruiter at the age of 28. Guys, I know many of you out there in the industry have been around for maybe 20, 30-plus years. Uh, what kind of messaging would you like to share maybe to the folks that are in the millennial generation about the trucking industry? Talk about your experiences. What kind of messaging would you give to millennials that are in the industry to understand more about what you do out there as far as your overall profession? And, guys, I would imagine that when you also call into your company that you talk with a lot of young people could be any trucking company out there and I'll bet you've learned a lot about folks in the younger generation so let's talk about that again the phone number is 888-876-2336 across North America Tim I think one of the most rewarding parts of all of this is that we all can learn from each other about some of the ups and downs of the trucking industry and navigate through it right Absolutely, and then you can break those age barriers. Uh, you know, for example, uh, Jeremy, he was on board here about three weeks, and I was talking to a driver, uh, and happened to be one of his. And then we get to the end of the conversation, and he said, "You know, you've got a great new young uh, driver asset manager there. His name's Jeremy. I've been with him for two or three weeks, and this is a driver of ours that's been with us for a while, and I think he's probably in his late fifties. And he said, I've really made a connection with him, and and it is uh, something where you know you can show that you know age doesn't necessarily matter. You can be younger, you can be older, but if we work together as a team, it can be a great job for all of us. And Jessica, that's uh, probably one of the messaging points that you relay uh, to new drivers that want to come into the industry. Could be young millennials, could be maybe somebody in their 30s and 40s, that it's all about the teamwork approach for, for the entire industry, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I get drivers that call, you know, our age requirement is 22, but, you know, they're 21 to start driving a truck and they try to find an outlet to help them. But then I get drivers that are retired and their kids are grown and they decide they want to get their CDL and see the world. And it's my job to tell them what we can offer, what we can do for, for them, what to expect things like that. You know, the uh, recruiting for maybe the team side of it, that's got to be a very interesting and unique aspect of that because some a couple may have been married maybe 20, 30 years, and then the kids are all grown, they're out of the house, they've gone out of college, gotten married, etc. And then you get uh, maybe a married couple, been married a long time, and then they're in that, in that cab uh, for like, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day in this small little area. How do you talk to them about uh, maybe adjusting to a team lifestyle? Is that part of the open communication process? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually hired a couple, uh, I think it was about a year ago. Um, they're still going strong. They're one of the most productive teams that we have. And okay. 
they've found the way to communicate with each other every day and get their space. So when they're on their break, maybe she goes one way, he goes another, and they just try to balance it out the best that they can. I couldn't do it, but sure. I respect who can. No, no, I just do it. Absolutely. I'm just wondering if some of the team drivers out there, like husband and wife, if one maybe says, okay, just I'm going to pull in for a little bit and maybe leave that other team member at the rest stop. And hopefully they'd come back, you know, after maybe maybe coming back and realizing, okay, I got to get my partner back and we got to get back out on the road. We've got a number of folks who want to jump in to the conversation, and that's great. And uh, drivers, hey, this is the three under 30 segment. It is a fun segment, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to talk to three people that are under the age of 30 about why they've gotten into the trucking industry. What messaging would you share with them? about your experiences out there on the road and I'm, and the other side of that flip that coin over if you will I'll bet you you guys out there have learned a lot from the young people in your trucking company out there let's talk about the shared experiences again the phone number it is 888-876-2336 K-Bar is going to be coming up first out of Oregon but first though let me update what's going on with the weather let's do that this minute right here on Sirius XM News all the time. Now back to Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. Drivers Hayden is a 330 segment right here on Sirius XM. It's a fun segment designed to bring you people that are under the age of 30 to talk about why they have decided to get into the trucking industry. You know, we often hear uh, from many of the drivers out there that the industry cannot bring in new people. Millennials are not interested in the trucking industry. Well, I'm going to counter that and say I've got three people on the phone right now that look at trucking as a great career and a step forward. They really enjoy being in the trucking industry and doing what they're doing. And from Crete, I've got driver Sequoia Allen, also operations manager, asset manager Jeremy Travis, and recruiter Jessica Hobson. And all three are under the age of 28, ladies and gentlemen. So what kind of messaging would you give them about your experiences out there on the road? If you've been out there 20, 30 years, and, man, you've got stories to share. I'd love to get you on board. And the other side of that is I'll bet you guys that you've learned a lot, a lot from the young people that are up and coming in the industry. First, let's go to K-Bar in Oregon. K-Bar, welcome to the program, sir. What messaging would you give to the younger generation? Well, afternoon. Uh, My message would be this, and it's not just for the younger, it's for the older. The millennials are our future, whether us old fogies like it or not. I'm 55. I've been doing this since I was 27. So I've been doing it as long as these people have been alive. Uh, But they are our future, and we have a lot to learn from each other. I really like what that young lady said, and uh, I love it when a young person either in the office or on the road comes up and asks me for advice. I'm more than willing to get it, give it to them. Not all of us are a bunch of grumpy old bastards. <laughs> you know, and, and the uh, older folks have a lot to learn from the young people, too. The older yeah. folks have problems with the technology. These young people are the ones who know this technology. Yes. They're the ones we should be asking to help us learn this stuff because it's the way the truck is going. So we got a lot to learn from each other. No, absolutely. K-Bar, well said. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And let me get you guys to weigh in on that uh, because, you know, with you guys being 
all 28 years of age that uh, you've grown up in the digital generation. I mean, I think probably young some of the young people out there were born with iPods in their hands. Uh, it's that much of a driving factor out there these days. Sequoia, talk about the technology on board the truck. Uh, what do you got? Uh, how do you communicate back and forth with the office? Does that make your life a whole lot easier out there? Technology does make it a lot easier. Um, I never had the, a fancy iPod, but I had the Nokia growing up. <laughs> but, um, uh, yes, technology is very important. I've, I've met drivers through Creep that, seriously, some old school truckers, and they're like, they don't like phones. They don't want anything to do with a cell phone. They still go to the pay phone. And I'm like, are you serious? And so um, a driver needed help getting to a customer in Pennsylvania, and I showed him on my phone, you know, satellite view, know where you're going, you know, at least get a visual, because we called and he got the directions, but, you know, it's just, he saw where he was going, and he's like, oh, okay, I like that, but I'm still not getting a cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, okay. (laughs) No, absolutely. Uh, (laughs) You know, and that's okay. I mean, you know, that's what uh, somebody is used to. I mean, if they're they're not used to all of the uh, fancy bells and whistles out there, I guess whatever works for them. But again, it's the technology that's going to be driving all of this. And uh, Jeremy, I know that with your management skills, you got all the tools that you're ready uh, to follow and keep up to date with all of your drivers, 80 and all. Talk about what's inside the office with technology that helps make your job a whole lot easier. Oh yeah, the system we use, it basically allows us to send text messages right to drivers from our computer, our desk. So it makes communication so much easier and information can get passed in seconds rather than trying to call up your driver, have them answer, and try to explain something over a phone. You can just send out a message. You can track where they are so you know exactly where a driver is, how far away they are from where they're trying to go. Mm -hmm. It just makes life a lot easier. And Jessica, from your standpoint, do you find that when folks are looking for a job, they want to get some information about it, uh, man, the Internet, first place they're going to, right? How important is it for you know, a company like Crete uh, and others in the trucking industry to be digital, to be very much on social media. Talk about the importance of that. Um, it's extremely important. I rely on technology every single day in order to do my job. Um, I had an older gentleman, gentleman call me yesterday, and we were on the phone for 50 minutes filling out an application. Um, he said he wasn't very tech savvy, and I just reassured him, you know, we're going to get this in. Um, I'm going to help you just it's patience on both ends to get them in, but new leads from drivers, applications, communication, it's all done, you know, digitally. Everything is text message, email, um, I mean, anything and everything in between. So, Absolutely. And, and this also gives you a nice record of keeping up with the driver's information as it comes in, how to process it uh, from there. And Tim, from the standpoint of the operational structure of the uh, trucking company and the industry overall, the investment has got to be made in this kind of software and hardware in order to stay in the competitive edge in these uh, these, these days out there in trucking, right? 
Absolutely. I mean, the, 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 our industry is ever-changing, our world's ever-changing, so however we can use uh, technology to better benefit our teams, um, that's what we, we look for. I mean, you, you talked to uh, Jeremy about the operations side, you know, with the hours of service um, changes over time and the electronic logs and others, we need a technology to help us say, how can we best utilize a driver's time? So we take, um, you know, the electronic information in from the logs, so we know how many drivers, or how much time a driver has available, we know how many miles are on a load, we know the brakes, we know everything. So we can match up then that most productive load with that driver and help Jeremy and others in operations to say, hey, here's a great load for you driver that will use as many minutes of driving time as you have, which is ultimately what you know the drivers want. They want to be out there, be productive. And so if we can use that technology and, and get people like these young folks that can help us do that, that's a good win for everybody. All right, I've got a break, guys, for some news and a number of folks want to get in and talk about this. And drivers, if you are just now joining me on the program, this is a three under 30 segment here on Sirius XM. It is a fun segment, ladies and gentlemen, talking about some of the differences in the ages, generational differences in trucking. Uh, good to have on board driver Sequoia Allen, also asset manager Jeremy Travis and recruiter Jessica Hobson from Crete. And they're talking about what life is like for them being under the age of 30 in the trucking industry. Man, if you want to get on board, share some of your stories, your perspectives uh, from behind the wheel. Uh, call us. Jump in. I'd love to get you on board. Mike's going to be coming up first out of the break. First, so let me update what's going on with the news. Bottom of the hour. Let's do that this minute right here on Sirius XM. All news, all the time. Now, back to Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. You know, guys, many, many years ago, when I was like, you know, 30 years of age, I used to think people that were like in their mid-50s, early 60s were just, you know, so far gone. <laughs> now that I'm in that age bracket, I'm looking back going, well, you know what? Uh, age is going to catch up to everybody in some way, shape, or form. And that's why I've got on board. Uh, the 337, folks, it's good to have these young people on board talking about what's going on in the industry and why they are in the trucking industry under the age of 30. Tim Ashoff is on the phone with me. He is the president and CWO of Creed Schaefer. And uh, I want to get the uh, phone numbers out there and websites. Tim, where drivers can find you and look up what you guys can do. Where can they reach you? Sure, you can find us out there at CreekCarrier.com. You can go to our Facebook page with Creek Carrier or call us at 800-998-2221. All right, very good. Sequoia, do you look at some of the folks out there that are like maybe 55 or 60 in my age group and say, ah, oh, goodness sakes, man, they don't know what they're talking about. What do you say to that? <laughs> no, well, no. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say that, but, you know, it just depends on the conversation that's going on and, sure, you know, sure. where you meet them. You know, a lot of drivers we do come across or I, I come across and meet them at the truck stop. But I, I typically don't like sitting in the driver's lounge or the truck stop. But okay. every now and then you you find out some information that you be like, oh, I didn't know that, and that was that would help me in the long run. No, absolutely. So uh, I'll tell you that one of the most important things, like we mentioned earlier, it's not an us versus them situation. You, you know, the young people versus the older drivers out there. Everybody's in this together, and that's why I think we can all learn from each other. You know, even with the uh, age differences that we have out there, Jeremy Travis also on the phone, and Jessica Hobson. Guys, good to get you on board. A number of folks want to get in and uh, join us in the conversation. Mike is going to be first up in Tennessee. Mike, point blank, how old are you? 
I'm 62 years old. All right, sir. Good to have you on board. You're in my age group. Man, can we learn from the young people out there? What do you say to these guys? Yeah, we can learn a lot from them. You know, and I don't care if you're young or old. When you, you know, if you come into this driving job, you need to come into it looking at it as a profession, not just something to do in between things. You know, too many people, it seems like now, want to jump into the truck and, and go drive around the country because they can't find anything else to make a living at. Mm, so put some roots down in it, and certainly it's going to work out. Sounds like it's worked out well for you. Yeah, I've been doing this since 1990, and they were talking about the new breed of truck driver back then. Okay, very good. What advice can you give these guys uh, from your your vantage point, uh, you know, from your experiences out there, just maybe be ready for the unexpected when maybe drivers well, call in or reach out? What would you say to them? Well, all the technology is good. I mean, I, I was slow to embrace GPSs until they got truck-specific GPSs and smartphones and all that good stuff and it's all great it, it, it's handy it's good technology uh but it's just like anything else you still need to know how to pick up a map book get a get a ruler or a piece of string and plan a map without a gps okay. look up where you're going uh you know how to go down a hill without a without a jake brake on how to get a get down the road without a cruise control Okay. All right. Some, uh, so would you maybe encourage, uh, say, some of the folks in the office to maybe get out there and ride with drivers when they get the opportunity? Not all companies can do that, obviously, but would you recommend that as uh, maybe a way to go to learn a little bit more about the industry? Absolutely. A place I used to be leased onto, everybody in the office and operations had to go for a week ride every, once a year out in a truck. Okay. And okay. It, it was, they learned a lot. They got the... You know, most of them were former drivers, but it's easy to forget what it's like out here when you've been out from behind the wheel five or six years. Yeah. And it, it helped a bunch. Okay. No, absolutely. Mike, thank you for the phone call. And, Tim, I know that you get out quite often uh, with your drivers. Uh, you will go on runs with them. You will visit with customers. You'll visit the shippers out there. Talk about how important that experience is, getting out there on the road with the drivers themselves. It is very important, as Mike said, to understand, uh, truly understand what's going on. You have to be out there. You have to be in the field, in the truck stops, at the customers, in the truck. And it is helpful. And, and we do a program here as well where we don't get our folks out for a week. It becomes challenging for a lot of families to do that, but certainly uh, get them out for a delivery uh, or a pickup and be out in the truck. And it's not just seeing and experiencing, um, you know, what's it like to get to the, you know, the, the the gatehouse and back up to the dock, those types of things. But it's about the experience and sitting across the seat from that, talking to a driver and getting that perspective, getting the driver's perspective as they're going in and out of those facilities and doing it face-to-face. -face. And then certainly getting our drivers in to meet people like Jeremy, uh, have the drivers meet their asset managers, their driver managers. That is so important, that face-to-face -face goes a long ways. All right, Sequoia, the next assignment, Tim's going to go out on the road with you for the next week or so. Are you ready for that? 
Sure, sure. I have a student right now, and um, I, I really do have a good student, so sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I think one of the cool things about it as well, that, you know, when the boss gets out there and meets the drivers, goes with them, it really does bring a sense of belonging to the company. Am I correct about that, Jessica, from the standpoint that uh, when you have the industry executives going out, riding with the drivers out there, seeing what life is like uh, for them on the road, it really does make a big difference, and that helps with driver retention, doesn't it, in the long run? Yeah, absolutely. Um, something that drivers note about us is that we're very family-oriented. Um, and even just from my perspective, seeing Tim or Tom walk through our department, you know, it's nice to give you, you know, a reassuring thank you, you know, so you feel good about what you're doing. And I can only imagine that the driver feels the same way when they meet him. All right, let's go to Jim in California. Next up, Jim, point blank, how old are you, sir? Welcome to the show. Oh, are you there? Hello, Jim. Oh, I think we lost him. Okay. Jim, call back. I'll put John. He uh, is 28 years of age, and uh, he says that there's a number of ways that companies can entice younger drivers out there. So, again, like Kpar was saying earlier, that uh, the millennial generation, the younger generation, is really going to be leading the way forward here. And, uh, guys, you know, your thoughts on this uh, about maybe bringing younger drivers into the industry. Tim, I want to get your thoughts on this uh, first and foremost. When you look at this whole idea of bringing on folks that have got military experience between the age of 18 and maybe 2021 through military reserves, is this what the industry needs to look at in order to bring new folks in? Do we need to tap into that talent pool to solve the driver shortage? What are your thoughts on that? I think that's a right pool to tap into. Um, you know, as uh, the, the uh, Secretary Chow announced here a few weeks back, that that is a program that is starting to take particularly reservists and National Guard members that, you know, they're, they're part-time military and then they need a part-time career. And certainly the military is training them. They're training them for discipline. They're training them for following rules, uh, following, um, um, you know, a team, working together as a team. And that's a lot of what trucking is. And so they're out there training them to drive heavy military equipment while they're working uh, that part of their life, why not have them out there driving, um, you know, over-the-road trucks during the rest of their life with the proper training, with the proper support and that development? Because we know whether you're 30 or you're 60, and if it's your first-time driver, that's what you need. And this also is opening up a lot of opportunities for other carriers out there as well. Would Crete be part of this program that uh, would take on board uh, say the uh, people coming out of the military 18 to 21, would there be a transition program involved? How would Crete get involved with that? Yes, we would. I mean, there is that opportunity for carriers to tar take uh, participate in this program, and it's going to start off at a limited level at first, but certainly the key thing for us is uh, safety, uh, and that's safety not only for the rest of the motoring public, but for the, the driver, and so we want to ensure that they have the training they need, they have the support system they need, they have the equipment they need, as that's very important to safety as well, and that we work together with them to understand um, you know, what it takes to be a safe driver out there. I think that's one of the concerns often about younger drivers is can they be safe as somebody who is, I'll call it, more mature? And I think, you know, this is part of the program. Let's let's prove to see if that's the case. All right, let's go to Jim in California. He has called back. Uh, Jim, from what I understand, you're 28, correct? Hello, Jim. Can you hear me? No, now we can. How are you, sir? 
I'm doing all right. Yes, I'm 28 years old. Sorry, I'm in the, in the mountains of California. Oh, no worries. Drive safe. Now, 28 oh, years of age, man, what do you think companies can do to bring in, you know, some of the great folks that uh, we've heard from in the younger generation? How do you feel about maybe somebody 18 to 21 driving as well? What would you do? Well, I started out professional driver when I was 18 on paper. I'm a fourth-generation truck driver. But the thing the companies need to do is they need to advertise. Advertise, advertise, advertise on places where they know that people might. And they need to focus on pay. I mean, because where I come from, the best pay that you can get is working for the county making $15 an hour. Okay? Now, I've been in the industry long enough. I'm an owner-operator. I've got my own rig. Last year, I cleared $100,000 last year. A little yep. over. Oh, wow. So and this is going to be a long-term career for you, it sounds like. Absolutely. You know, so... Okay, well, Jim, drive safe, man. It, uh, you were starting to break up again, but guys, they're going to break for a few minutes coming back. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about that, uh, you know, this whole idea of advertising. I know a number of companies are doing that, trying to get word out through different media platforms about the importance of the trucking industry, but is the best advertisement really word of mouth? Let's talk about that as well. First of all, let me update what's going on with the weather. Let's do that this second on Sirius XM. All news, all the time. Now, back to Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. Drivers, we are just about out of time for this segment. Man, what a great segment, the three under 30 segment here on Sirius XM. It's an opportunity for you to talk with folks that are under the age of 30 that are in the trucking industry and why they got in. Some great stories out there, and thank you for sharing your experiences, your advice, your recommendations. Uh, Jessica, let me ask you this. One of the uh, comments from the last caller, just prior to the break, talked about the importance of advertising, and I know a number of companies are doing that to try to get new folks in to the industry, but in your estimation, is word of mouth the best advertising there is for a trucking company? You know, sometimes it can be, um, and I think that that's where a majority of it comes from, you know, just drivers speaking to each other out at truck stops. Um, and on our end of things, we really push our drivers to do that. We have a referral bonus that goes on, um, and it's just really, you know, them giving their experiences. I mean, they can talk to me as much as they want in the office, but if I have a driver that's unsure, I say, stop one of our drivers at a truck stop, ask them exactly what their day looks like, what they expect, you know, things like that, and how they're liking it. And word of mouth is one of the best ways to get the advertisement done. Absolutely. Let's go to Concrete Cowboy in Texas. Welcome to, welcome to the program, sir. How many years have you been out there? 36 years now. Oh, man, that is pretty cool. Congrats. That's a good number. Uh, what do you say to I'm the... I'm uh, under 30. I'll be 62 in December. Okay. Wow. That's great. Okay, and man, stay safe. Thanks for calling in. We've just got about two and a half minutes left. What advice can you give to the younger drivers, maybe those under 30? And the other side of that, what have you learned from people that are, say, under 30 in trucking? Well, I just wanted to say that, you know, we've been hearing a lot about this, put 18-year-olds into trucks. I think it's a good idea, but I think they also need to do an internship, maybe three years as an intern. With a driver, with a professional driver, okay. with an experienced driver, um, when you turn 21, if you decide you want to stay in the industry, do so. Um, if you get a lot of good experience, uh, maybe switch off with other drivers. 
you know, doing your internship. Uh, the one thing I got to tell these young drivers are is the mo- one thing you got to do the most is pay attention. Mm. Check them mirrors every 10 seconds. Be aware of your surroundings. Know where you're at. Sure. What's stay going focused. On. Yeah, stay focused, in you know. other words, right? So important out there. Thank you, man, for dotting into the program. And uh, Jeremy and Sequoia, let me ask you this. I've only got about two minutes left, but how important is that message in your estimation? Man, be focused. Be safe. Stay aware of your surroundings. What do you say, Sequoia? Um, I say that's um, correct, perfectly true, because um, we're a lot of the times in places and, you know, you really need to know what's going on. You need to be observant. You need to, you know, watch who's watching you to know, you know, just to, just to overall being safe, putting yourself in a safe situation. Yeah, Jeremy, that's, uh, I would imagine, a message that you emphasize as well. Safety first, top of the board, right? Big Creed. Uh, yeah, definitely. Safety first. I've had a few times where drivers would call in and say, hey, I don't feel safe doing this. I'm like, okay, don't do it. Or we'll figure something else out. I don't want you to do anything that is unsafe. Okay, absolutely. Stay safe and, man, be aware. Tim, the best of the best on with this. Uh, man, you've got to be very proud of the three that uh, you have on the program with us. I want to send a thank you out uh, to you for helping to get this set up. And I think the most important messaging from all of this is that we can learn from each other. Despite, you know, some of the age differences out there in the trucking industry, we can all get the job done together, can't we? Absolutely, and I hope this shows that you know the trucking industry is, uh, has open arms for everyone. And certainly, we all started in the trucking industry one day without any experience. So, um, no matter what your age is, uh, we're an industry that's open. It's for people who want to learn, uh, people who like things new every day. And certainly, though, we do need people that are focused on safety and, and can have that attention span, as your driver said. So, while it's a fun industry, it changes a lot. It's still a serious in- industry, but one you can have a great career in. Absolutely. Before we go, Tim, one more time. On the website, social media, phone number, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find us out there at creekcarrier.com. We have our Schaefer Trucking and Hunt Transportation all uh, at that site. And then you can uh, also see us on Facebook at Creek Carrier and give us a call at 800-998-2221. And Jessica would be happy to talk to you. All right, very good, guys. Thank you. And again, that is uh, Sequoia Allen on the phone with me along with Jeremy Travis, Jessica Hobson, and Tim Ashoff. And they're all with Crete. And we're talking about the 332nd, ladies and gentlemen, a fun segment that looks at trucking from the perspective of young people. Back next on Sirius XM.